This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Welcome to Manawatu Conversations, recollections of the past and sometimes opinions about the future. Today we have with us John Clark Ross, Alison Milden, and I'm Stuart Burks. Now, John, you've been very heavily involved with uh, a lot of local writers and writing activity in New Zealand in general. Well, as I, say, I was going to say, I, I, um, in, in, more, in the last few years, I've been writing articles for a website called Literary Encyclopedia about New Zealand writers. And um, the, the other people had started it, but there was still an awful lot to be done. And I've written so far 26 of them. And mm. um, I'm working up currently on Elizabeth Smither. Mm. Now, uh, um, it's interesting that uh, and we, were, we, we were talking while the, we were not recording about changing names. Mm. Now, her, um, and her father's name was Edward Russell Harrington. Mm. But his, his, his father's name was Edwin Carnival Harrington. <laughs> for goodness sake. Mm. And they were living at Otautau in Southland. And um, um, when Elizabeth, Elizabeth was born, Elizabeth's mother, as she now, now is, she was, she was Elsie Edwina Harrington, hence her nickname Harry. Mm-hmm. But she, um, subsequently, um, she changed her name from Elsie to to Elizabeth, mm-hmm. because she had, and she, she had in mind various heroines who were who were Elizabeths, mm-hmm. such as Elizabeth in Pride and Prejudice, yeah, and Queen Elizabeth and others, and and her father changed his name from Edward to Edwin, mm-hmm. so there we are. Mm. It's, so so that was quite odd, and of course she married Michael Smither, so she became Elizabeth Smither. So there's a kind of euphony there, yeah. I guess. But Elsie is an odd kind of name. Mm. But mm. Um, and her mother came from um, a small town called Ouse in Tasmania. Well, I suppose you'd call it a village. And one of a number of sisters. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, of course, there's a river Ouse, yeah. which yeah. goes goes near York. But um, so so, I guess she and she she would have got made made a number of trips to Australia and say and to Tasmania to and stay with her various aunts, mm. of which there were there were six. Was this, was this in the twentieth century? Or? Oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. She was born in nineteen forty one. Oh, yeah. oh that's, this is all quite recent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how how do you choose? Oh, you've said 26 you've done? Well, well yes. in, in a sense, of course, and um, I started with somebody who was, a, uh, I, did, I did a master's thesis on, it was A.R.E. Fairburn, Rex Fairburn, mm-hmm. 
and and uh, and I felt there were small things I'd like to do with him, so I did an ad, you know, and and you know, they, 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 but, but it's two and a half, three thousand words article, then sort of subsidiary stuff like a list of recommended reading, and and then sort of it's take, took off from there, mm-hmm. but um, and. So are New Zealand writers somehow distinctive compared to uh, American or English or Australian writers? Well, um, I think so, yes, yes, yes. Of course they are, um, they're very inclined to, uh, and to take their models on and, and Overseas writers, as well as from other New Zealand writers, because I mean, there were, for quite a while, there, was, there wasn't much of a, of a tradition of New Zealand writing. They really started got some some traction yeah. from um, 1945 onwards. Okay, because there's there's maga- literary magazines here, aren't there? Oh yes, there are quite well. There's, there's a reasonable number, but but yeah. somebody like the Smith got, got you know get um, get poems published in um, Australian like magazines that, right. and, and English ones like PN Review or um, Times Literary Supplement, yeah. or, or even American, you know, submit stuff and you hope they'll publish it, and yeah. maybe they do. Yeah. So when you say New Zealand writers, are, are there many who are sort of, they were born in New Zealand and spent all their writing lives in New Zealand, or did many go overseas to develop their... Well, of course, they were, um, for a while there was quite a tradition of New Zealand people starting off as writers in New Zealand and going off and becoming expatriates and mm. and um, um, and some of them came back and some of them didn't. Mm. Like, I mean, Dan Devon never came back and John Mulgan, of course, and went and was working with Oxford University Press. He was mm. he and. He and, and then got caught up in the war, yeah. and he was in Greece. And, and, uh, and at the end of it, he uh, at the end of the war was over. He committed suicide, John Mulgan. Uh, but he, I mean, but his book *Man Alone* is generally said thought to be the the first really substantial series all the way through New Zealand novel. Mm. Um, and. Which is not to say that there weren't others be- mm. before that, but the, which has some some merit. But but that job, man alone, is stand, stands pretty serious. Yeah. Is there a thriving New Zealand writers scene, or does it nurture the writers well? Do you think? Uh, I think. Um, I th- there are, there's, it depends where you live. Yeah, Elizabeth Miller is living up in New Plymouth, and there's David Hill living in New Plymouth. There's another quite good writer, Rhonda Bartle, who's there. But and there and there's but there are other artists who are, who are not writers, but other kind in other kinds of art, and they sort of support each other. So, a community. so it's not yeah. not just writers, but yeah. but the other people they can work with. Yeah. So Joan, well, Elizabeth Smither has done quite a bit of work with. Um, um, and, and with the photographer Jane Dove Juno, mm-hmm. and they produced a wonderful book called *The Sea Question*, which is where she picked uh, June 
uh, Jane picked out Elizabeth's poems that she won that sort of rang a bell or something with her and then she, she matched them with photos mm. some of which she had some of which she went and, and, hunt, and hunted out for um, an image which she could photograph yes so, so beautiful are, book. Are, are, the, are local writers acknowledged locally or do they need to have success overseas first before you know? <laughs> <laughs> well you, the trouble is uh, um Will New Zealand readers buy books mm-hmm. by New Zealand writers? Not, and, yeah. and on the whole, they won't. I have to say, I have huge difficulty with New Zealand writers. Um, can you say that? More about that? I, I don't relate to them. It's interesting. It's a little bit like theatre. New Zealand productions. I, I just find them over pushing some kind of Kiwi thing that just does not relate to me. And I find it interesting now. Um, sometimes on a Sunday morning, I think it is, before seven o'clock, they have children's stories. Yeah, yes. Read. They just feel so far removed from anything that relates to me. Is, is that the writing peculiar. or the reading? Because the reading style sometimes on New Zealand radio. Yeah, yes. Whether I can say that they sound like they're trying too hard to do something that doesn't relate to me. Uh, well, I think to, of course, to a couple of the most impressive New Zealand writers at the moment are uh, Witty Himaira and, yes, uh, and Patricia Grace yes. and uh, yes. um, um, but I suppose it's and, and, that's, and, they're, and they're very much in the Maori field yes I suppose, I suppose perhaps I'm what would be described as an Anglophile I connect relate hugely I go to um, Britain, I feel different, I relate differently, I have a sense of thrill and excitement. You've gone that, home. Yes, truly, that I never get uh, returning to the country of my birth and young life. It's extraordinary, I know. I, I, I mean, I even went through a phase, literally, of the plane would land at Heathrow. Oh, yeah. In those days, you didn't go on escalators and stuff. You got off the plane, and you might get on a bus or something that took you to the ter- terminal. I'd come... I'd, I'd look out the window as we came over the English landscape. My heart would soar. My stomach would clench. And I'd get off the plane, and quite literally, I could have got on my, my knees and kissed the ground. <laughs> I just do not get that for where I come from. Well, I don't feel like that. I had eight years in England. Yes. And all those eight years, I felt I was camping. Oh. 
Yeah, uh, I, no, I, mean, no, I, and, I, and, I can I, fully understand. Yes, and I had uh, lots of people yeah. I know and, and traveled with. And, uh, and, and, exactly and, uh, the same. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I, uh, because I've spent a lot of time in the hills of New Zealand. Yes. I, oh, I love all that. And I, I, and, you know, and and on the beaches and so yes. forth. That's what I relate to. The New Zealand landscape. I mean, I've bought tooth and nail for a little piece of landscape. Oh yeah. That we've lost in mm. this in this uh, that, territory. That's because of the wind farms on the ranges. Yeah, yeah. but now the well, very the piece that we save from wind turbines has just been planted mm. in pine trees, yeah. which I just find devastating. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. 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 And and so it's not that I don't con- connect to the landscape and the beauty and that I have family here and friends here. You like the, the depth of history and the traditions in the UK? My heart simply does not surge. In fact, I return to this country and feel despondent because I see it following all the things that you might have observed as having been a problem or had their day in another country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yes. well, you're, you're or we're sort of the generation, I don't know if younger people would say it now, but there was the idea that New Zealand is like Britain 20 years earlier or something no, like that. No, it, it's, yeah, well, it's not that. I, I think it's, I see that New Zealand had such opportunity and all the things we squander. Well, I, th- I think we've still got opportunity. And, and, uh, yes. and uh, it, but one of the things, of course, is, is that you, you, in a large country, you, you have to do one thing and do it, in order to do it well, mm. in order to count at all. But here you can do many th- quite a few things. I mean, I, I'm, um, um, I've always been interested in acting. And um, when I was young, we had a... There's a lady called Joy Taylor who, who, who got us to act little plays she wrote or sing little songs that she wrote. And we went and sing them on the children's programme. And, 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 and when I was in England, I, and I got teaching in a, in a drama school. I was there for four years to Rosebury for College of Speech and Drama, which is in Sidcup in Kent. So it was rather nice. But, um, Actually, going out of London to an, to, to a much less dense area and open it was the, so that the actual building was in the park, Lamberley Park, and it was no, it was good. I was there, and, and of course, I got into although I was teaching teaching any any kind of literature, I also got involved in acting, not a, uh, and and as among and, and, and students who who were. And uh, you know, training as actors, and who were uh, you know pretty much um, and ready to be articulate. And how old were they? No. Oh, oh well, no. these were these were pri- tertiary students. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, this is t- this was tertiary outfit. Yeah. So they all yes, and um, and then um, so I came back to New Zealand and. Uh, Got, in, got involved in messy drama and yeah. the Manifest Theatre Society, and I, and I acted, yeah. and, uh, I, and, and 
I felt, oh, no, I was home here. I was home. Mm. I mean, and the odd thing was that after being away for eight years, and Palmerston North felt more like Wellington as it had been mm. when I'd left it mm. than, than the, the Wellington, which which, which then then become, which became a very much a, you know, you know the car transport city and so forth. Yeah. And it was, mm. and, and I walked into a shop and there's a Chinese guy at the Green Bracer shop. He said, good as gold. And I said, oh, God, I'm home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But, and so I, was, I, was, I, was, I got the job teaching at Massey because I could teach drama, mm. and, um, which I did. Mm. And, of course, that was um, set in the Mount of Air and the dominance of Shakespeare, of course, but, and, 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 um, and the actor, yeah. uh, directed how, how several, several Shakespeare play? plays, yeah. Yeah. and but I also directed some New Zealand plays, yeah. and, and some one act plays as well for the yeah. one act play competitions. Yeah. Yes, yeah. so that was good, yeah. and um, I wrote a couple of little plays mm. for kids, all for my church. Yeah, yeah. and um, and so that was one, you know lovely being being somewhere else. <laughs> yes, yes, very liberating, eh? Yes, yeah. Being, yeah, yeah well, I, yeah, I was played a part in one of the things that you directed. Oh Palm yes, State. you did indeed. You did indeed. You yes, bless your yeah. cotton socks. Yes, <laughs> but uh, so <laughs> as an ethnic, you know, so, so I was teaching yeah. literature at Massey for English literature in English and from, from various players, and but also drama. Of, so how, quite did, a how did New Zealand students take to Shakespeare? Well. They got a lot of it. Yes, I did Twelfth Night for a whole year, a little slim volume. Oh yeah, a whole year in the fourth form. Yes, the and music be the fuse of love. Play on, oh, give me access of it. That ever, that ever thing. That ever thing. The ever thing. Ever type my linger and so die. Yes. Oh dear, dear. God, yes, yes. Oh, well, there we are. Directed Twelfth Night. It was not one of my better productions, unfortunately. I think I did some very good it's, ones, but that was not not one of the better ones. It is interesting because oh, I was trying to do things which were too, which I didn't quite work, but I kept kept on trying to do them, okay. trying to hope they would work. Yeah, I found it interesting. Uh, just from, I mean, I was well, I was in a Shakespeare school play. Fifty odd, fifty five oh, years ago. Fifty odd years ago. Yes, yeah. but the mm. uh, and then we did it sort of as a play. But I remember sort of when I was young, there was probably the view Shakespeare is on a pedestal, and so if you're acting Shakespeare, there's some great significance to the words. Whereas more recently, it's far more. This is a play. It was done to entertain the public and the rabble in the, oh, in yeah. the pit and so on, and and suddenly. There's, the meaning comes through a lot clearer the way it's acted. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Well, but, but I mean, the thing was that the, uh, the, the, the um, you know you have the Shakespeare text, but what, what they actually acted yeah. was probably cut, hacked and slashed. And yeah, a load of impromptu stuff yeah, thrown in <laughs> with, with a bit of impromptu as well. You know, the, yeah. and, um, especially the clown was inclined to uh, yeah. and to throw in his own stuff and. And and get it, and then uh, and uh, to the actual rage of the act of the of the poor playwright. Yeah. But uh, do, uh, do you have any opinions on the value of live theatre as opposed to TV cinema type drama? Oh God, yes. 
God, God, hell yes. The, I mean, the thing, the thing with acting is, is that you're connecting with the audience, that you, you're, that, and you're feeding each other. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, their feeding is, 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 is silent. But when the thing is really working, you, uh, and, in your, their attention is feeding you, and you're feeding them, and, and, yeah. and you're, you're, you're connecting. Yeah. That, that's, uh, and the actors uh, are connecting with each other too. Oh, oh yeah, they're yeah. with each other. Sure, sure, sure. You, but you've got to. Uh, the, I mean, there's all the difference between a rehearsal and working with a live or, uh, um, and uh, audience, or, but, but or, 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 or just audience, acting to a camera, which is rubbish yeah, yeah. for me. Yeah, New Zealand audiences are. Well, I'm, I'm thinking more perhaps to music performance, but aren't they noted for being relatively unexpressive? Uh, they don't need to express it. You can feel it. Yeah. Okay. You don't need to express it. You don't, don't be open. Don't make noises. You can, you can feel it. Just thinking all my bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can feel it. You can, because uh, and, uh, and and I mean, one, um, you know, one of the the. Um, so it's not that New Zealand's so bad for you, Alice. And it was Alison Milden who was so critical of New Zealand earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but, but it's not that New Zealand's so bad, it's just that they sense the vibes from you. <laughs> feedback, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm quite, quite, quite prepared to admit... Yes, well, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I spent years, me. years being a reviewer for Centrepoint Theatre, and and uh, mm. and uh, I was sometimes a bit critical of them. Yeah. Tried not to be, but sometimes I was, and, and mm. it was perhaps a bit unfair. Yeah. I <laughs> did see one uh, play performed there that was a, it was a Yorkshire play. I think it was a, some people from Yorkshire who went on a holiday in Paris, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But. In Yorkshire, the whole idea, if you're good friends, then you can say all sorts of things to each other, knowing that they won't be offended. And it's almost a competition who can come out with the, the wittiest sort of put-downs and so on. So someone flexes a, a muscle, look at these muscles, and they respond, oh, I've seen bigger knots in cotton, or something like that. No. Uh, and and this, this script was all very witty repartee, but for some reason, the director or the actors were taking it literally and thought these are people arguing with each other. <laughs> so it's actually... Oh, dear, oh, dear. It just came through. So they got it wrong. <laughs> got that wrong, yes. Yeah, yeah, well, well that's right. Yes. But is, is this... A, now, I know they say with New Zealand, uh, New Zealand artists, they do painting and they go to the UK early on and they said, oh, those colours are all wrong because the light's different here. That's right. Is there something distinctive with the writing that makes it somehow different from other countries because of the nature of the culture? Or well, you know, I mean, I mean no, here's, here's Keats's own Dwartum, Season of Mists and Narrow Mellow mm. Fruitfulness. Mm. Well, well, I've been in England and uh, yeah. in that part of England where... where Hmm. Keats, is, yeah. Keats is referring to but in, in the in the sort of in East Anglia area and so forth hmm. and it really is yeah. it really is misty yes but yeah. the autumn in New Zealand is not misty at all yeah it's uh, uh, and we don't have thatched roofs hmm. through the thatch we don't have thatch eaves and so forth so that you know it's all uh, and and uh, it's a poem but it's but, 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 but it's it's nothing to do, to, nothing at all to do with the New Zealand yeah. the autumn at all. Yeah. 
So do, do you see, though, in, in New Zealand writing, do you, could you pick up something and say, oh, that seems very New Zealand? I should think so, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think so, yes. Um, 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 the I mean, I mean, no, here's, here's Dennis Glover saying, I, I do not dream of, of Sussex Downs or quaint old England's quaint old towns. I dream of what may yet be seen in Johnsonville or Geraldine, at Plymouthon, at Plymouthon, the little penguins play, Mm. and one dead albatross was found at Carriana Bay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was that short, probably a magazine piece describing the uh, uh, the typical New Zealand novel or something. There was one. There was a thing, and here's that the the Maori story, and here's the. well, of course, the trouble for is is that you have to be you have to be very careful if mm. if you're not Maori dealing with Maori material. Very, very careful indeed, and and you have to have it very and and and, and if anything, it's better 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 to stay away from it because because you'll get your um, they'll, they'll say you got it wrong. But but and, and of course, and somebody like. Nehemiah or, or Patricia Grace or um, these others can do it do it so much better mm. Ah here, yeah A.R.D. Fairburn, the great New Zealand novel oh, Well that, that was a parody thing there. Yes, oh, precise, oh, that's what I mean, the parody no, no, and, and he wrote it some time ago he quite, yes. quite a while ago and, and, uh, and no, Fairburn was just relate to it I mean that that that, that, that that, that, that article's a complete mistake. Oh. oh, hang on now. Is, is it that one? No, 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 it's not. It's A.K. Grant. A.K. Grant. Well, again... Uh, and, an the, inquiry the, into what, the construction and classification of the New Zealand short story. That's what he will write is a piss take as well. Abs- oh, absolutely. But it, it was <laughs> actually quite Perhaps entertaining. Go, yes! So, yes, A.K. A- a- so, if, in fact, they've got. I'm, I'm looking at what's the Oxford Book of Humorous Pose, oh, yeah. selected by Frank Muir. And he can so he put two next to each other the uh, Fairburn sketch plan for the Great New Zealand novel and A.K. Grant an inquiry into the construction and classification of the New Zealand short story. Oh, yeah. The sensitive Maori kid who doesn't quite know what's going on short story, the ordinary Kiwi working bloke short story. Then, if you think you're depressed already, just wait till you read this, but it may help me to make some sense of my breakdown short story. <laughs> the lovable housewife and mother coping with adolescent kids in the suburbs short story. Oh, yeah. Yes. The sub-Catherine Mansfield at the Bay short story. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. Would you want more tea, John? No, thanks. No, no. Thank you for listening to Manuatu Conversations. This and other recent programmes can also be found on the Manuatu People's Radio website and a range of programmes is also available on the Manuatu Heritage website of the Palmerston North City Archive. The address for that is manuatuheritage.pncc.govt.nz Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.